Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now, today's message. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, we welcome you to Times of Refreshing. From the presence, from the presence oh, of the Lord, <laughs> you know, and uh, we mm. believe that for the past sessions, lives have been changed, yeah. marriages are getting better. Yeah. For this season, we've been talking about marriage, but I'm sure very soon we'll be moving to other things. Yeah. And so, just like we always do, we want to start by praying, and then we can go into it. Let's pray, Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you for an opportunity to even go into your Word. Lord, we pray that lives will be changed. We pray that questions will be answered through this discussion. Anoint myself and anoint my guest, Pastor Richard. So whatever we say will be that which the Holy Spirit has given us the utterance to. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I hope Pastor Richard, today we are going straight to the point. Wow. <laughs> and we are discussing about principles of finance in marriage. Wow. You know, um a lot of a lot of times you see couples that are struggling yeah. and then when you begin to go into issues money you realize that it is money <laughs> and uh I have had sometimes couples ask me so man of God should I let my monies that I have be known by my spouse oh. you know so if my spouse is someone who is not frugal and is prodigal what happens? And all such questions. Mm. And I'm sure that today, as we discuss finances in marriage, some of these questions will be answered. Yeah. So let's go into it. Okay. Let's read some few scriptures. You know, um, in, in Proverbs, and this is very important, chapter 23 verse 4. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 4. And 5. It says that, labor not to be rich. Cease from thy own wisdom. Without set thy eyes upon that which is not, for riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle towards heaven. Wow. Wow. Riches. Riches. They have wings. So it's not only birds that have <laughs> wings. <laughs> Even riches can have wings. Yeah. But you see, let me read from another version. It says that, verse 4, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Mm. Be wise enough to know when to quit. Mm. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears. Mm. For it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. Wow. And Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 19. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. You know. Verse 19. It says that a feast is made for laughter. Mm. And wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. So money answereth all things. All things. <laughs> I think when we read some of these scriptures, we begin to want to 
consider it as metaphoric, you know, <laughs> that this cannot be literal. How can money answer all things? Okay. That's what yeah. one of the wisest who had ever lived on earth, King Solomon, said, mm. money answereth all things. All things. And he also said, and you see, Ecclesiastes was when King Solomon was in his older age. Yeah. Mm, okay. You see, when you look at, he wrote Proverbs. It's different. <laughs> he wrote Song of Solomon. And he wrote Ecclesiastes. If you look at Song of Solomon, you realize that it's full of love, love, love. That was when he was, uh, love was confusing him. <laughs> you see. Just like a lot of young people, I mean, they always think about, you know, whatever. Wow. That is that time. But then in his middle age, when he had started applying the wisdom God had given him, mm. that was when he was writing Proverbs. Wow. And then getting to the end of his life, he started writing Ecclesiastes. Wow. So he realized that the last verse in Ecclesiastes, he was talking about how it's important for man to just commit himself fully to... Wow. He was talking about remember your creator in the days of your youth and all that. Mm. Now this same man is saying that money answereth all things. Mm. So in your marriage, you'll be shocked that money can easily be the reason why there are some problems. Wow. And it's important for you to have a revelation about mm. that. Mm. He also says something in Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. Let me read that one. Mm. He said, for wisdom is a defense. Wow. And money is a defense. <laughs> so it's almost like wisdom and money are mates. Yeah. You can easily replace wisdom with money. money. What it also means is that what wisdom can do, money can, money can do. <laughs> so sometimes you can see somebody who lacks wisdom, but he has money. He has money. And his money is speaking for him. Yeah, people are following him. People are following him. But wisdom there is out. <laughs> <laughs> you see. And he said that, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Mm. So what it's also saying is that even though you have money, if you have wisdom, you would realize that you have life mm. to know how to manage yeah. the money that yeah. you have. Yeah. And so our prayer is that you have both. You Amen. have wisdom Amen. and then you have money. Amen. Are you understanding that? Yeah. And then and there's, there's another scripture in First Timothy chapter six verse ten. We are we are setting the foundation so that we can have a wonderful discussion. It says that for the love of money is the root mm-hmm. of all oh. evil, which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith mm. and pierced themselves Forgive. through with many sorrows. Forgive. So the point here is covet. You see, some people covet after money mm. and that is what destroys their life. Mm. And that's what you were reading, that do not labor to be rich. Mm. And so as believers, we believe that it's important to have money, but you don't have to be the type who would, because of your marriage, do everything possible to have money. Mm-hmm. But Sir Richard, even before we go into this point, you have sometimes husbands who are under pressure. Under pressure. To get money. Yeah. That they find themselves doing things like selling human parts. Yeah. Doing strange things. Dealing Please, drugs and Dealing things. in drugs and all that. Mm. It doesn't bring blessing. Mm. So that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. And so if you're listening, you're watching us and you're into dubious ways of getting money. I think those riches who are will they will fly <laughs> at a faster rate. <laughs> but if God blesses you, yeah. then that blessing will be permanent. Amen. The blessing of the Lord make us rich and add no sorrow 
Yeah. You know, and the, the, the scripture also that says that the silver is mine and the gold is mine. Mm. See, the Lord of hosts. Mm. Is it so? When it comes to money, we should understand that it is God who owns it. Wow. In Psalm 24, is that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So when you see people who are laboring for money, mm. who do everything to get money because they want to make their wives happy or make their husbands happy, then you have a problem. Yeah. And so we, we are believing God that God will bless you in your marriage. You have enough prosperity yeah. that God himself has blessed you with. Yeah. But in the midst of having all that, how do you apply this principle so Forget. that there will be peace at home? Forget. So today let's start talking about the first one. The first principle is the importance of money mm. in every venture. Every venture. Every venture. The importance of money in every venture. You see, under that, we want to talk about money is the medium of exchange uh-huh. for everything. So, it, I, I think that place is talking about whatever we want to purchase is money that we use. Whatever yeah. you want to have, you use money. You want this microphone, it is money that you used to get. You want to get a car, you want to get whatever you want to get, it is money that we are going to use. Because to let me come in. Some time ago, it was not like that. No. Many, many years ago. No. It was more like the butter trade. Butter trade. You bring your gary, I bring my salt. <laughs> yeah. We change. But over time. Over time. There was, over time comes a currency where everybody believes that we can now use this to buy or to exchange for any goods that we have. Yeah. So I believe that that's what Prophet is talking about. And it's very important because you see, if you have the understanding that it's just a medium of exchange, then you not you don't make money your God. Go. It's just something that to is buy something. You see, and that's why you can ask God to send you prosperity. Yeah. Then it says that as long as we live in this world, it is indispensable. That means that it is necessary. Yeah. So we are starting from this point, and we are saying that. Money is important. Yeah. Very, very important. Honestly, honestly, it, I don't know, but I think that a lot of ladies wouldn't marry a man. <laughs> I don't want to continue. No, 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 no. They don't I want to. They don't want to marry a man who. No, 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 no. Who doesn't have money? Who doesn't have money? Ha. I mean, people have gotten married to men who had money. Hmm. I mean, ladies are going to men who had money, and then when money was gradually flying, flying, <laughs> then <laughs> no, they want to find their way out. Ah, because if a lady comes, but but I think that if you also come with a mind, and that's what most ladies also come with, that oh, this guy is rich, this guy is not rich. So when they come and the riches are flying, then it's like Charlie. I didn't come for <laughs> for this this kind of life. One lady said, I didn't come to marry a poor man. I came to marry a rich man. <laughs> no, but but to be honest with you, it is so important. Yeah. And that's why we also believe that if you're a man, you must believe God to work. Yeah. You see, before Adam had a wife brought to him, yeah, he was working. Yeah. So you can't just be sitting somewhere and say that, look... <laughs> By faith, I'll marry you. No, I, I think the lady understands that you have faith, you speak in tongues, the Holy Ghost is with you and all that. But look, money answers all, all things. things. She would need, she would need some things at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. She has to look good. She needs to look good. She's following you and she's looking good. People are, they are recommending. Tell your wife is nice. Yeah. You feel very happy. Is it so sometimes it shouldn't be like, you know, the men are saying that, you know, ladies these days are, no, 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 no. Basically, just primarily, most ladies want to also live good. Yeah. And so if you're going to marry, brother, you gotta believe God to get a job, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you are, you are receiving the money in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. I believe. So, it. so you see, what we are saying is that money is important in every venture. Yeah. Now let's go to point number two. We are building up. Yeah. Attitude to money in the home. Wow. So it's a principle. You, as a husband and wife, you must discuss money openly. Yeah. Aim at transparency to everything, especially money matters. Mm. That's right. Because <laughs> sometimes the, the, the lady will think that, oh, before I got married, I will, I have this money already. I didn't got this money in the marriage. The man to maybe, he have some savings somewhere, dollar account, pounds account and all that. So uh, in the marriage, it, somebody find difficult telling one another I have this account, I have this money. Yeah. Which in some sense, it's not good. In the sense that if you are married to a woman, the Bible says that and the two of you shall become one flesh. That's right. one. So whatever belongs to you belongs to the woman. And whatever belongs to the woman belongs to you. So there must be openness. Because one of the one of the things you have made us aware or you have made us known that this discussion is about is about Christian marriage. It's That's not right. about any yes, other marriage. Because there are different types of marriage. Yes. Yeah. So with the Christian marriage, you must be transparent. No matter when you got it or how you got them, the person must be aware that I have this, I have this. Then I think it's very important. Yeah. Because as Christians, we must open up our lives. Yeah. We must walk in the light. So why would you want to, I mean, think about it. Why would you want to hide your money matters yeah. from your spouse? Yeah. Unless you are suspicious of something. <laughs> or, yeah. or maybe oh, if he gets to know my money, he would take it and then misuse it. Yeah. Or if she gets to know that I have this amount. Misuse it. Whatever. But all those things must be worked on. Yeah. There must be trust in marriage. So the point we are saying is that there must be openness mm. when it comes to finances. Yeah. So Pastor Richard, what about situations where people are married but for one or two mistakes that have ever happened before? They are now kind of closed up when it comes to their finances. What do you foresee would be the issue in the future? What will be the issue? I foresee that there will be chaos. There will be problems. And if you don't take it, someone rather will inherit the money. Because if you have a bank account, I don't know, and you die, the bank will... And, and you can die at any time. You can die at any time. So, the, if you are not open, the future, a lot of confusion. A lot. Because imagine that you've got to know you are, and, and when it, it happens like that, even if the family is suffering, you find it difficult bringing the money because you can easily be asked <laughs> where you got the money from. Yeah. So, so that you can see a family, they are struggling. But the man have something somewhere which from the beginning it was not open yeah. to the man. So now it, it, it's fine difficult because it can breed mistrust. Mm. In the marriage, they, she, she will not trust you again, or he will not trust you again. I mean, this this is so wonderful. Yeah, very very important. What we are saying is happening in some places. Yeah. So so if you find yourself in a situation where 
Maybe you're already in marriage. You have no opinion up with regards to money that you had to your spouse. I think there's always a point where yeah. you have to open up. Yeah. So just open up now. Tell your beloved or your husband or wife that look, I didn't tell you this, but the truth of the matter is, I have this gold here. I have this money here. Yeah. I have this here. Yeah. This is we are talking about godly marriage. Very important. Because you ask yourself, do we, as pastors, do we do what we are teaching? Yes. My wife knows the money that I have. My wife even have my mobile money pin. And, and it's not a problem. <laughs> At all. And I also know the money that she has. Yeah. Yeah, you are looking at me. <laughs> you are saying this man is not serious. <laughs> I'm very, very serious. But, but, but I have a question. So what about, you have been, you have been through before. Like let's, let me say you were in a relationship, you open up, you think that opening up, you open up, then maybe there was some mistrust somewhere. Or you are married before. Maybe your spouse passed away, but during the marriage, you open up your money, you open up this and little, you realize that the money is being misused, you realize that small thing, this, my mother, this, my father, this, my mother, this. What will you do? I mean, if I'm to answer exactly what you're asking in context, you have married before, you have had an experience like this before. For your next marriage, if, let's say I was to be your counselor, I would have known what you have gone through, how your mind is working, and then get you to think well, according to what we are saying, yeah. and then the next person you are getting married to, also to think alike. But like Bible says that how can two work together Assembly, except they be agreed? Is yeah. so now you begin to think in that new way. Okay. So though you have had an experience like that before, you shouldn't bring that experience into this new marriage. And I'm sure you you do well. Wow. And then usually, if you really want to allow God and His Word to guide you, there's a way. It gets better. Wow. So don't let your experience or what you have seen before dictate how you should behave in marriage. Rather, let the word of God be your guide. Wow. I think that is the best way wow. to enjoy your life. Wow. So then that goes to avoid selfishness mm. in marriage. Mm. Because in marriage, a lot of spouses are selfish. Selfish. And selfish simply means a fish that is by himself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, look, a lot of words are just literal. Yeah. Self-fish. Fish. Yes, a fish that is by itself. Mm. That fish can't be caught. Yeah. You see? <laughs> so you are selfish. You're always thinking about yourself. So you're a man. You are not thinking about your wife. Mm. You're just thinking about how to come home with a new shirt, yeah. a new tracksuit, yeah. a new this. You're thinking about your mother. You're thinking about your yeah. life. Yeah. You're thinking about how you want to do masters. You're not thinking about your wife and her future yeah. and your home and together. Now, mm. that is not right. Yeah. You're a wife. You're always thinking about yourself. Anytime you go to um, town, when you're coming back, you have bought a lot of things for yourself. Yeah. You, you, your, your husband doesn't know how you get your money. Yeah. You're always collecting chop money from him. Mm. It's almost like you don't have money. <laughs> I mean, it's not a marriage that will work. Mm. But Richard, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that with the selfishness, it, it, it doesn't help the marriage because you have women, when they go out with their husband, you wonder whether, is that your husband? Because you can see this man in some old dress. But you see, always the ladies, the wife is shining. Always. 
say shiny, but when you see them, so sometimes you, think that you wonder, say, ah, is that, is that your husband? He said, oh yeah, that's my husband. <laughs> then it's like, no, 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 it's not true. Because the way we know you, when they look at your dress and they look at your husband, but as you are going out, when people see your husband, they must see you. When people see you, they must see your wife. Because the dressing, the way you behave, it's not that, like, like you said, it's very true. There are some wives, some husbands, it's like, as soon as the man ends, not thinking about tight, not thinking about the children's coping, not thinking about, oh, he's thinking about, my brother is going to school, my sister is going to school. Which is also my, important which, anyways. Yeah. But that is not the primary the thing. The primary thing. Meanwhile, your wife is there, your, your children have, you have, you have not, you are not thinking about it like, always, you are thinking about your brothers, how your brothers will prosper, how your brothers will go to school, how your mother's uh, medical bills will be paid, but your wife's side is like, or your husband's side, like you have closed your eyes to it, which I think that is, is, is the spirit of selfishness. So think about your wife, as you are giving money to your, your father, send your father-in-law too. As you are giving to your mother, give your mother-in-law. And so, Charlie, have you, have you sent your mother, your, your mother something? No. Charlie, I'm sending you, so try and send. Okay, we are all, we have an account for parents for external use. Let's do that. So, so we are, we are coming to that because, you see, that's a question I'm sure somebody is asking. Yeah. That, okay, so are we supposed to put the monies together? Mm. <laughs> but you see, what I would say is that I, 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 I don't think so. Yeah. You see, what, what it is is that, Let's say you are the man, you have your money. As you are paid two hundred dollars. If you are in Ghana in equivalence maybe one thousand. Yeah. The woman also is paid one hundred dollars. Maybe in Ghana five hundred. Yeah. What it means is that when we say openness, the woman your wife must know that you get one thousand. You the man must know that my wife also gets five hundred. Five hundred. We are not saying that that 501,000 must be brought Men together. But at least that awareness must be there. Yeah. So that we can agree that look, when the monies come, take tithe of the 500. Yeah. As my wife, I'll take tithe of the 1,000 as the husband, and then maybe it's left to 900, left with 450. And then now let's plan. The month, how do we spend? Yeah. We'd have to buy this in bulk, we have to buy this in bulk, we have to buy this, wow. and then we can save this wow. from here, from here, for wow. this. Wow. So the monies can be in separate accounts, but the controlling of the monies must be like in an agreement that, okay, we are using this. You shouldn't say that, look, I have my money, I want to do what I want to do with my money. Mm. That is what we are addressing. Wow. Wow. Very, very important. So even though separate account, even but there must be account, an agreement. There must be an how agreement. How the money will be used. Are being spent. Mm. And, 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 and there must be that liberty as an option in the agreement. Mm. That look, you can have access to 30% and then do whatever so you, you want, want to, to do with, with your 30% mm. of that money. So that when you start that way, as God blesses you with children, and as God blesses your finances also increases, you realize that things get better. Yeah. And then you can plan alike, and then, so when money is being spent, you all know what the monies are doing majorly. Yeah. yeah. Is it so? Now what we are saying is that, don't be selfish, avoid selfishness. And the third thing that none of you are supposed to think that what you are getting is for you. Mm. Rather, you must think that you are stewards of the money that is coming. Wow. 
Because God is the one who is giving you. He says, silver and gold are mine. Haggai chapter 2 verse 8. Mm. So, Richard, what I believe it means is that we must, we, if, if I have my money, I have gone to work, salary has come, I don't have to think that, you know, my wife is a lazy woman, I have gone to mm. work and I've got this money. No, 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 no. I must rather think God has blessed me as a man and then giving me this opportunity to do something and then this is what has come as a result of that. And I'm taking care of this my money. Mm. As the money is from God. Yeah. A caretaker. A steward. Mm. When you think that way, I think you would even make sure that God guides you in how you both spend, spend the, money. the money. And so both of you must think as stewards. Mm. And you see that moreover it is required, required in stewards that a man, that a man be, found be found faithful. So when it comes to finances, God expects us to be faithful. To be faithful. Mm. And then that takes me to spend it according to God's wishes and God's word. Wow. <laughs> so you take, so I think that with this point, you take your tithe first. You need to take that the tithe. That's the thing. Yes. So when you take out the tithe, you give some offering. And the tithe is 10%. 10% say, yeah. or more. Or more. Yeah. Because some people go 10% or less. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that you take your tithe out, take something that you used to bless, give offering, and thing. Because some people take out their money for offering or anything that you used to do. Yeah, you can if agree, pledge, whatever, yeah. Pledges that you have made, you yes. take it out, you try to sort out some few things that you have. Because the, one, the scripture, one of the things that came to my mind that the children and the wife, God has given them to you as a husband, as a husband, you must also be faithful to them, That's to right. God, That's because right. it's God who are giving them to you. Yeah. So if you have children, you are also not taking good care of them. It is a sign that you are not being faithful to God. You're right. So we have to use pay their school fees, make sure that they are in good health, they are in good condition when they sleep, they are clothed and everything. Think about that one. Think about the children. Think about your wife. If there is a project both of you are doing. You, you, you try to focus on it and try to do, use the money in God's way. Not to be using it on girls, not to be used to drink, drink, an uh, old students association, you go there, you buy drinks, you just be drinking alcohol left and right and all that. The money is not being used properly in the, in the way God wants it to be done. You know what you said? That even taking care of your wife and children, yeah. especially when you are playing a major role in church, yeah. it's very, very critical. Yeah. In First Timothy chapter three verse five, he said that for if a man know not how to rule his own house, mm. how shall he take care of the church of God? Mm. Another version said that for if a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? Is it so? Even for we who do something in the house of God, it's a criteria. Yeah. If you cannot take care of your wife, your children, take care of how things must be done, and then everybody is mm. comfortable at home. Hey, we cannot trust you <laughs> when it comes to the church. <laughs> and so what we are saying is that you must spend your monies according to God's wishes mm. and God's word. Yeah. Now another thing is that you are accountable mm. to God. So as, as we spend money, Man. you know, sometimes there are one of the parties who can be very, very, very prodigal. When we mm. say prodigal, that means that wasteful. Wasteful. 
Like, if you get money, and especially if it's the man, then it's worse. <laughs> if you get money, it's like any money that gets to you, yeah. within 10 days it must finish. Yeah. If you are like that, I think you are causing financial loss to the family. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, when it happens like that, then it's almost like the next 20 days of the month, your wife will be suffering. There will be no food at home. If there are yes. children at home, then they are also struggling to get food to eat. Okay. Then that means that God will not be happy with you. Mm. So what we are saying is that you must be accountable to God. Yeah. When monies come into the house, you must sit down and plan for the period mm. when there's not going to be any money. Yeah. But Richard, do you remember the story in the Bible where in Genesis, Joseph was found in Egypt. Yeah. And then Pharaoh had a dream. And then he had to ex- um, interpret the dream. And then the, the import of the dream was there's going to be a seven year period of, um, of famine. Yeah. And then he said that God said that they should save. Is it not so? Yeah. They should have, they should have a period where they have saved enough. Yeah. So that when the lean season comes, comes, when the famine period comes, at least they can survive. That's yeah. how the spending of money should be. Wow. So there's a time when you you have received your salary. That is the season of bountifulness. Mm. And there will be the middle part of the month for especially places where it takes one month to receive salary. That season can be called the lean season. Mm. And that lean season, if you have not planned well, then what happens is that you now begin to struggle. Okay. You started the month eating pork, mm. eating rice, yeah. eating and drinking malt, Spending. and then by the fifteenth day in the month, now you're eating Gary without sugar. <laughs> you're struggling. That is improper planning. Yeah. I I have some friends. I I came out of that friends friendship because they we have a page. Then every Saturday they will post on it. They have gone to the beach. They've gone somewhere. Christian friends. Christian friends. Some are Christian. Some are not Christian. Like a school. Yeah. Mates. Then I, I asked myself, these guys are, are drinking their future off. You are married, you have wife, some have, some have one, one child, some have children, some are, and they are, most of them are not living in their own house. About 95% are living in rented apartment. But they can sit down together, chew pork, drink, eh, be happy, fufu, they can just call friends, eh, five, six, they just go buy, and I ask myself, these people, they, they are not prudent. They are not seeing evil afar off. That's right. That's why they are just doing all these things. That's right. So the proper planning is very, very important. Very, very, very important. So you see that at the marriage, that, that was simple. So the marriage started nicely, but now it looks like they are struggling. It's not that they are not, they are struggling, but because they didn't plan well. Plan well. Mm. So if Egypt have not planned well, like when the leaning season come, they wouldn't yeah. have. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So I think the planning is very, very, very important. You see, so now, in terms of the planning, what the prophet writes in the book is manage your finances properly by budgeting. Wow. So areas that can guide you, like we have mentioned tithe. Yeah. Is it so you give your tithe, which is one tenth of whatever has come to God. Yeah. So your church that you go to, you make sure that you take one tenth of your salary. So I give a scenario of two hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. So two hundred dollars tithe is twenty dollars. Yeah. Take it to church. Your wife also takes the ten dollars, takes it to the church. 
And then you can be sure that because of that, God will make sure that the next month you have a salary. Yeah. Because when you give your tithe, he says that you prove me therewith that whether I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you forth a blessing. So it's God who now blesses. Yeah. Because you have given your tithe. Yeah. So tithing is number one. And then you think about savings. Mm. Or some investment. Yeah. So this two hundred dollars that you have as a man, your wife has hundred dollars, you have taken ten dollars out, twenty dollars out here, you're left with ninety and then one eighty. You have to now sit down. What are we going to do? Mm. What are we going to use this money for? We need to buy a lot of things for home. Yeah. But at the same time, think investment. Yeah. So if it means even taking another tithe that you call investment, investment. maybe 10% from here, yeah. 10% from here, and then you just put it as your savings or wow. investment. Wow. It's wisdom. And then you now address your needs, not your wants. Mm. <laughs> things that you need. Things that you need. Not things that you want. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> when you, when you take, uh, like my family for instance, when we get our salary, we take our tithe, something small down, then we try to buy for the man things that we need. I want to have a car. I want to have things. You want to I want have. to have a shoe, a type of shoe. I want to have some type of suit, colors. Yeah. But I don't need them now. That's right. So the, the needs are things that, emerge, let me say emergency. Emergency. Like Charlie, you need this thing now. You need, if you don't have food, you try to buy some rice down. Mm. You try to put some money down for the children's school fees. You try to put whatever you have to buy for the month. I like that thing that you say. That you buy things for the month. You look That's at right. it. What you need, not what you want. It's like you are there, you're going to buy a, a new saucepan. Because, oh, when you went to town, stainless. They have reduced it from 1000 Ghana to 950 So you bought one. You want it, but you don't need it. That's right. So you buy the things that you need. And I believe that after buying them, the rest goes into the savings That's right. to help. When you put in the savings. Now, when you want it in future, when it comes that you need it, you will get money to buy. Very important. Yeah. Because you see, and I think that sometimes you have one party. Yeah. Whether it's the lady, and usually it's the ladies. They want to buy what they, they want. They want to just buy what they want. <laughs> you know, they've gone to town, they've seen this, so it's nice. If we have it at home, it will be a blessing. And then you buy another one. Yeah. Sometimes they buy it on credit and all that. So there must be this putting your minds mm. together mm. and making sure that we expend our money on things that we, we need. Wow. Wow. And there are men who are also, you know, they are wanting, wanting. Five shoes, ten shoes. Five shoes. Meanwhile, you wear Anytime one. Anytime is coming, is buy another shirt. Think you're going to buy another suit. Whereas you can manage yeah. for a while. Yeah. So things that you need for both of you. Yeah. And then number four, liabilities, mm. obligations. Mm. You also have to, cause that's the fourth thing that you have to budget. So for example, maybe there's some money that you have to pay to ECG, yeah. you have to pay some debts, some remittances, yeah. or even wanting to pay somebody's school fees or being a blessing to others. Think about that also and then you can give some figure within that. that. Yeah. So maybe, like I said, $100 for the wife, $200 for the man, you have taken your tithe, you have taken some amount for savings and investment, 
you have taken some amount for whatever, yeah. and then now you get to this point where you say, look, let's all have 10% yeah. that we can hold to be a blessing to others. Yeah. Very important. Mm. Don't be too hard on yourself. Because yeah. there are times that the woman must have money so she can buy what she wants Want to, to do. Buy. The man must also have money to be a blessing. Yeah. There are a lot of men who sometimes people meet them is like, oh, please, sir, please, I want you to give me something. <laughs> and in such things, he should be able to yeah. be like a man yeah. who can also be a blessing. It has a role to play on the yeah. ego. Yeah. Is it not so? Yeah. And then it takes you to the other things like miscellaneous to afford for flexibility. Mm. So you must also have some money that you can Make just room. Yeah. do for anything. I mean, the example I'm going to give looks funny. <laughs> I once heard, I don't know how that is true, but I think it's true, that everybody must have some money somewhere so that in case arm robbers come to your house <laughs> and they need money, at least you can go and give that to them. So, if an arm robber comes to your house and you don't have anything at all, I don't think it will be easy for you. <laughs> So at least you should save some ten percent <laughs> for the arm robber. God forbid. God forbid. There shall be no arm robber Amen. in your house. Yes, the Lord will preserve us. Amen. And then the next thing that you have to look at is buying food in bulk. Yeah, very very important. It saves money and reduces financial yeah. stress. And that's what you were saying. Yeah. And we too, we also buy things in bulk. Yeah. And we advise you if you are listening to, us, especially if you are a young person. You're about to marry. It's one of the ways you must think yeah. about. Let's buy sugar in bulk. in bulk. So maybe the sugar you buy can take you for three months, three six months. months. Yeah. What are some of the things that you can buy in bulk? You can buy rice in bulk. Rice in bulk. You can buy milk in bulk. Yes. You know, instead of going to buy one, 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 you can buy like, if you have money, you can buy half carton, fine. You can buy full carton, fine. You buy some gari in the house, you have some milo. You buy the big, the big sachet one. You have some oil, soup. You have some soap, toilet rolls, Pepsi dent brush. You should always have extra brush. Yes. You can be brushing it, it will just fall into the thing. And you can't take it. Yes. So you have those ones there. You have some tin tomatoes. You have some spices. So what, what Pastor Richard is saying, he's not saying that when you have the first money or whatever, you have to do all that because no. it's not possible. Yeah. But you see, as you are planning, now you say, oh, this month, Let's buy rice in bulk. Yeah. And then the money that is left can buy little thing, little thing. Uh-huh. And then the following month, you will not think about rice because rice is there. Yeah. You, you plan to buy sugar and then soap in bulk. Yeah. So within a three months, four months period, you realize that you have bought plenty of things yes. in bulk. Yeah. And then now it begins to save your life yeah. because, because you see, when you buy in bulk, it's cheaper. Yeah. Because I can't remember when my, my, my children, they reopen, school reopen. Then my wife will go and buy drinks, like their snacks, in bulk for the term. I said, ah, why should you go and buy? Then I read, I know. It's, it's like, as the month goes by, they increase the price, but you have right. purchased it down already. That's right. When they announced the COVID, then my wife told me, I know, Charlie, we have so much. Let's buy rice. Let's buy. I think you told us to yes. get all those things yes. down. Gary, Gary rice, and Chito. So when we got to, she said, Charlie, so we bought the rice. I think two two sack. We bought Gary. We bought sugar. We bought. We do some shito in there. Up to now, the rice we are still yeah. consuming. 
and it saves it yeah. saves a lot of there's something that every is it's part of every day's life that's right you have some uh, condo in the freeze freezer we have rice you know that's what these things there they are basic things are that basic at least when you can have them so it's a very very good advice to buy in bulk very very important yeah. so now we are going to point number three the third principle is he it's very important we have said so far that the first principle is that the importance of money in every venture and then i said your attitude to money in the home mm. and that's what we've been talking about yeah. and we are going to principle number three which is very important. Understand the realities of house keeping money. Wow. What people call chop money. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Chop money. <laughs> the mode of its operation must be discussed and mutually agreed upon. Wow. So, there must be an agreement how that money should be used. What it is used for. It's not used for clothing. To keep the home. Make sure that there is food. Make sure that there are, there are basic, basic things in the house. So we have all come to agreement that, okay, this is what we are going to use the money for. When the money, money is given to you, the woman. Because most of the time it's given to the woman. And the woman must use it according to how it has been planned that it's going to be used. That's what I believe in. The husband must not be detached from realities while the wife must also not be prodigal in her spending. <laughs> Because you see, sometimes, and, and this, this is a type. Yeah. Because there are some families, they wouldn't need to do chop money. Yeah, no, 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 no. As a principle. Like, like, like my place, for instance, I, I, I've told my wife, so when your money comes, your money goes into cooking, making yes. sure that there is food in the house and all that. Yeah. And my man who pays school fees. Yeah. So, and, uh, utility bills. Yes. So, there's nothing like when I'm going, I have to leave money and all that. And, and I want to say this here, that you see, as Pastor Richard is saying, that is, that is them. Yeah. And so there's no hard and fast rule that, look, when you come together, like the, what the bishop is saying is that, <laughs> you know, your money might be used this way. I'm a, no, 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 no. You see, we are giving you guides. Yeah. So you can decide that, look, we are going to let, Chop money yeah. be our mood yeah. of going about things in yeah. this house. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So maybe the man will just say, look, bring all the money to me and I've given you 30% for the month. Yeah. Use yeah. it. <laughs> and in the 30%, I want to eat fufu. I want to eat <laughs> otope. <laughs> I want to eat pork. And it gives you a list of things. <laughs> so, so, and, 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 Sometimes we we like like Bishop said we don't go into the man is not realistic. You know that this thirty percent when you eat the otope and the fufu and the uh apaprasa and thing within two weeks, one week, one and a half week, the, the money 30, is finished. Yeah. You are not being realistic. And so you should <laughs> whatever you give you your, should know that this one can do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you want Otope, give 60%. <laughs> Somebody will be asking, what is Otope? Yeah. What is Otope? You don't know Otope. <laughs> you don't know Otope. No. Otope is, uh, is snails. Wow. I, I, I've been hearing you saying it, but... It's a, it's a big type of snails. Hey. Big. Yeah, they're a big type of snails. Wow. A, a lot of, a lot of type of people like... <laughs> I mean, without it, I mean, 20% of your life is almost going. 
you know. But that's the joke. So, so it's very important what you want should determine what you yeah. you assign yeah. to your wife if you are using a method of chop money. Wow. And you are left to take that decision. Yeah. I in my home we don't do chop money. <laughs> we do something similar like what you are saying. Wow. You know, so we agree this money that has come from here should do this. This money that's come from here yeah. should do that. I can easily give my ATM card to my wife Without because our money. Yeah. She wow. gives the ATM card to me because this money is for projects mm. and then this money is for house and things. Wow. So maybe I just go withdraw whatever for fuel. Wow. It's not her money, it's our money. Wow. You see, so we, we have an idea of monies that are circulating. Mm. And if you have that mind, you will not stand somewhere and one day say that it is my money that bought the fridge. It is my money that bought the land. It is my money that... It is our money. Yeah. If you don't do it that way, then one day someone will say that I bought this TV. Yeah. I bought this. Sherry. I bought that. And you, you too, I bought the food. I bought... No, 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 no. So we don't have that problem no, at all. I remember there was a, I think there was a conflict between a family. And the woman, the man said, when I was building, where were you? <laughs> oh, Not no. knowing they came to agreement that he will use his money for the project and the woman should use his money to pay school fees and to make sure that the home is well. And one day, uh, years later, you are telling the woman that, do you know how come this house is built? Oh no, but I mean, some of those things, <laughs> mutually, then it's wrong. Because if yeah. there was a mutual understanding, yeah. What he's saying, even if they go to court, it can be used against yeah. them. You see, but I mean, so it's unfortunate that, I mean, the wife will be here something mm. like that. But you see, it's her money. But you see, that same scenario could be that, look, I have my money, you have your money. Do what you want to do with your money. I'll, I'll do, do what. what so maybe I choose to use money to build a house that you don't know about. Mm. So it's the same situation, but the, the motive and the intent is different. Yeah. In that case, the man can say that I use money to build. Yeah. And there are people like that. You see, they are staying together, but the woman is using her money to build a house. The, the man, man is also using his money to, to do build. something. Yeah. And then, it's like one, so they are suspicious of themselves. <laughs> when it happens like that, there's competition. Yeah. And we are getting there. Wow. Point number four, principle number four. Understand financial headship. Mm. Understand financial headship. Headship of the home extends to finances as well. Mm. Therefore, no matter who earns more, the man must rule the finances of the home with wisdom and fairness. He must have a clear vision of foresight for the home to better the lot of the family. Example, plans to own a house someday. Mm. So, Pastor Richard, you see, like we are saying, I'm using this as an example. The woman receives hundred dollars. The, the man receives two hundred dollars. Mm. This, this is in our Third country, third world country. Most people have incomes like that. Yeah. You see. So what we are saying is that with the godly type of marriage, looking at finances in marriage, the man must be the one who says, these are the things I think we should look at. And then these are the things we should use our monies to do. Yeah. So the man is like the president of the family nation. So if you have a man who doesn't, with all due respect, doesn't think, doesn't have a vision, then I can tell you in the next 10 years, 
nothing much would have been done. You didn't have a house, you didn't have built anything, because the man is, when the thing has come, let's eat, let's enjoy. Let's be happy. No, there must be vision. Wow. When he says, how can two work together? Except they be agreed. What it means is that there must be a vision. Yeah. That the man has, and the woman is coming to join herself to the man, vision. to finish that vision. vision. So man, what is your vision? Mm. There are a lot of men who don't have visions. That's why you are just thinking about tomorrow. You are just, you are just thinking about today, today and tomorrow. But think about the future. The you future. should have short-term vision, you should have long-term vision. And then plan towards that. Yeah. Because you never know. Anything can happen. Yeah. So it's very important. As part of that, as a financial head, the man, he must avoid stinginess, mm. meanness, and irresponsibility. Mm. So you too, though you are the one who bring the major vision, you must not be too stingy. So much so that your wife is complying, but she's not happy. Okay. And that is why you need wisdom to, yeah. to be able to handle because you see, otherwise one day your wife will rebel against you. <laughs> <laughs> Take your money, let me take my money. Take your money, let me take my money. Because <laughs> <laughs> if the, the, you are, you are doing something that is making, it's like, whatever the woman needs, you must be aware. Like you said previously, you have not made provision for, oh, use this percentage to do whatever you want to do. That's right. This is what we are doing as a family, but this percentage is for you, this one is for me to do. But there are some men, even whatever the woman buys must come for money from him. It's not good. Whatever she it buys. It's not good. Whatever. I mean like the, your wife needs a part. She has to come. She has to come to you. No. I, I don't know, but you see, when I've been married for 20, almost 20 years. Wow. And when we got married, during our honeymoon, my eldest, one of my eldest sisters, the husband happened to be a man of God. Wow. Reverend Slow, God bless you. And so we went to spend some days there and then a man told me, without my wife being around, told me that, man of God, because I was a pastor then, he said, man of God, my only advice to you is that trust your wife with money. That's all the advice he gave me. And I wasn't happy at all. <laughs> I mean, you have something to tell me, tell me that, look, I should, I should do this to my wife, you see. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you know, I was expecting something. Yeah. But I said, trust your wife with money. Wow. And he looked at me, he could see that I was not happy. So he asked me, do I understand? And I said, no. Mm. And he said, look, one of the things that has brought, and he then, as I then, he had been married for quite a number of years. Mm. And he said, I have been married to your wife, your sister, and we are enjoying our marriage because I trust her with money. Mm. That means that though you are the head of the money, you should be able to take that percentage that is being used for home and give it to her. Trusting that she will buy the soap, mm. she will buy the this, yeah. because you should not be too rigid on her. Yeah. Look, two cities, this, right, two cities, right. that. Right, right. Bring the list. When you are like that, your <laughs> wife will be forced to lie. She'll go to town and come and tell you that this one is 25. Whereas it's actually 12. Cause you're too rigid on the money. Yeah. So she wa- he was telling me to try. And since then, in our marriage, I mm. trust my wife with money. Yeah. So any money that is for home, 
she just gets it. I don't even know whether she's going to buy soap or buy whatever. Mm. She goes and manages and then brings everything. Yeah. Yes. What we are saying is not like, okay, so you don't have anything to say about it at all. No. <laughs> when your wife does all that, for the next month, there must be a meeting yeah. where you talk about, Oza, how was the money expended? What were some of the challenges? What must we buy? What must we buy? Yeah, what is I left? think that you, this one, you bought this too much. Yeah. Next time, do it this way. And then all that makes your wife have confidence in yeah. you. Because like Charlie, you believe in me. Yeah. You see, so gentlemen, let's honor our marriage by taking some of these yeah. wise decisions. And that takes us to principle number five. Wow. And our time is almost up. <laughs> Avoid lack of money. Mm. Lack of money must not be a permanent situation in the home. Mm. It mm. is important to be mindful of the potential problems associated with lack of money, such as tension. Mm. 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 Quarrels, mm. misunderstanding, mm. mistrust, mm. suspicion. These should not necessarily occur in your home. Wow. Wow. Because when, when you lack too much, it also makes you think otherwise. You're like, ah, the five cities. What did you use the five cities for? Just five cities, so you won't break down. But you see that when there is money, you don't really think about, uh, what the money has been used for. Where did you get this money from? Where it like a, a friend of mine told me that if your money is small, you can count it like fifty times. <laughs> I say, oh no, I don't believe your, your friend. Your friend has seen something before. <laughs> but if the money is a lot, it's like Charlie. There is yeah. no time to count. So because there is no money, it's like you become suspicious of ah, why the why the uh, TV and, why and, is this, and why Richard, that comes back to the scripture we read yeah the money answered oh, all things all things yeah so if you have the money there are certain things that there you will not think about it why this why do you buy this when you go to your, your child goes to the they take maybe your child to the hospital the the same drug sometimes you can get the same drug one day I was I, I was having a problem with my eye when I went to the hospital they gave me some drug options we have five CD that's you can do they say we have uh, 150 we have 250. Ah, so choose the one you want to buy. You see that? You, they always fight, 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 fight. Always rise, 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 rise. It's not that you want, it's because you lack. But you see that when God blesses you, you always save, you always try to save, you always try to have some money somewhere to sort other things. You see that you'll not be thinking about certain things. Like when you see someone because you don't have money, your wife goes to work. She has said she was working from Kaswa. And she meets a genuine man, not someone who is even interested in what comes to drop a, hey! It becomes an issue. It becomes an issue. It's because you don't have, so it's like, you, if you see someone with your wife, I mean, the person wants to bless your wife with money. If somebody bless your wife with money, you will not be happy. You, you will not be happy. You can't be confused. Yeah. I mean, initially it's a blessing, but not, not, not twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, but these are real things. Yeah. Though. It's because you don't have. Father, we pray for all our viewers. Oh yes. That you bless and bless and bless. In Jesus name. Otherwise there will be tension at home. Yeah. Number six. Know the dangers of covetousness. Mm. This condition. What is it covetousness? It's a condition which normally arises when wives or husbands compare their property mm. or children with those of others. Mm. So it leads to things like dissatisfaction in the wife or husband. And then unreasonable demands being made. Mm. So when we say covetousness, like, I want to have this, My I children. want to have that. Yeah. 
Doctor, what do you think about it? Yeah, because people will say, oh, my, 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 my neighbor's children have bicycle. My children must have bicycle. Meanwhile, your salary is 200 Ghana city. The bicycle is 300. So now you buy the bicycle, you have to, you are left with 100 Ghana to pay. Now you are owing 100 Ghana because your, if it's not that your child needs the bicycle, but because your neighbor has a bicycle. So therefore, my, my, my husband, my wife has masters. She's a doctor. So Charlie, wherever I'll pass to get money to write the exams to become a, maybe a teenager you don't have. So whatever so God bless, bless you with, be content with it. Wherever God wants to take you, don't compare yourself to you others. You know, Jesus said, they say that a man's life does not consist in the abundance, in the abundance of the thing yeah. that he possesses. Yeah. So it's very important you don't live a life where you're comparing yourself with others. Because when you put that as a measure, mm. there will be a problem in your home. Yeah. He said that is sometimes what brings discontentment. Yeah. So you see wives who are not happy with their husbands because they are thinking about the next neighbors, yeah. whatever, yeah. and so and so forth. But be careful. Sometimes you see someone who seems to be enjoying yeah. their marriage, but maybe it's loans. Yeah. You see, so be content with what you have. Because I know a, a, a couple who have children. They have children and they compare, this woman will compare herself with a neighbor who, who has no child. They don't have any children. Young, some middle age. They, they, I think the lady they were compared was about 30, 31, 32, who had got married. And because they have no children, they are using their money to buy clothes, dresses. But they are not paying any. They are living in their own home. You are, you, you people are living in a rented apartment. And you have, whatever the lady buys, like Charlie, I will buy some. If you buy red shoe, I will buy the same type green. But it is not important. So please try try not to let these things yeah. be what guides you. Yeah. Because you see, when it, when it happens like that, that now you begin to make unreasonable demands, you begin to murmur, you begin to misspend, yeah. you begin to go into debt. Yeah. Sometimes by the time you realize you have put so much pressure on your husband, yeah. that maybe your husband in trying to make you happy, yeah, would also go and then do something that would later. Put the yeah. whole family into yeah. issues and problems. Yeah. And there are a lot of couples like that. Yeah. And marriages where they are suffering. Because the woman is making... Because the woman is mm. making excessive demands. And then sometimes even borrow to maintain some lifestyle. Yeah. Which is wrong. Mm. And that takes us to the last point. Mm. And we are finishing the next few minutes. Know the dangers of comparison. Mm. Don't compare yourself with any other family. <laughs> you know there's this scripture in Second Corinthians ten twelve say that and they comparing themselves with themselves are not wise, or measuring themselves with them, themselves are not wise. So don't compare yourself with anybody. Yeah. When you're a couple, you start living, enjoying your marriage, live as if that's all that you have. Yeah. And let God bless you. Yeah. And then you just maintain your own lifestyle. Yeah. And God is happy with yeah. you. And God will honor you for it's that. True. And then accept the realities and then live by that. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, today we've been talking about principles of oh. finance in marriage. Time runs so fast, just like how riches also can develop <laughs> wings and then fly. But we believe that this has been times of refreshing. Yeah. And then this revelation will be a guide in your marriage. Man. Our prayer is that God will even give you more wisdom yeah. to things that we could not address. Yes. And then I believe that you will enjoy your marriage. Mm. Pastor Richard, your last words. My last word I would say is that we should use money wisely. 
and we should know that they have wings. That is the key thing that they mustn't, money can easily leave. Yesterday you were rich. Today you will not be rich. But how do you live your life? That's right. There's a lifestyle like you are saying, fine, the, 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 the one you just said. There's a lifestyle you can take on. Whether you are poor or you are rich, you will survive. That's right. So let's live a life without comparing ourselves to others. And I believe that God will bless us. And on that note, we want to pray and then close. I'll ask my guests to pray. And I believe that we'll be done with you. Yeah. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for whatever you have used us to do to bless others who are watching. We pray that Lord, may the spirit of wisdom come upon us. Grant us knowledge. Grant us boldness. Teach us. Show us what we should do. Yes. May we be frugal. May we never use our money just like that. But Lord, help us. And bless us financially. So that suspicious and other things will leave our family. Bless us in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So it's been times of refreshing with your friend and your brother. Chris Quinston Adu. Expect the next session. Bye. Hi. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed. Like you